We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. (laughs) Hi, my name is Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are going commando. Um, On going commando, we revel in our inability to place a filter in any conversation we ever have. We, you know, again, tear off the mask, tear down the walls, you know, drop our drawers, the whole nine, just because it's just easier that way. So we invite you into uh, one of our conversations to uh, really to see how commando we really go. So hi, Angela. Good morning, Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's just easier. It is just the only way. Oh my God. Authenticity, man. Authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, uh, we've joked about this. We've talked about this in, in, in other commandos, how like I've always just been so authentic that I get myself in trouble all the time, but you had what, and again, I used to care now, not so much. Meanwhile, my shirt says trendsetter. That should give you an idea. And you have with the complete opposite. You were so afraid to be yourself because you learned that adaptation was a means of survival. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, fitting in with any role or, or being what I thought other people needed to be or here, despite my own feelings yeah. inside, you yeah. know, Oh my God, it's so good to see you. When it's no, it's hot. not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, to, to quote my, my father who passed about four years ago, we don't do Actually, my uncle speaking to my father. We don't do that anymore, Joe. We won't do that anymore, Joe. (laughs) So with that said, Angela and I, we get together um, Monday mornings. Angela, why do we get together on Mondays? Oh, my God, because first of all, this was a long, you had a big weekend, too. We didn't really get to, like, talk. So weekends were, like, uh, you know, family time and all that stuff. And we don't, we usually talk every day. Business partners, best friends, all that good stuff. So Monday morning, we always, like, are spending time. We, we, we dedicated this time to catch up from as friends, as business partners or whatever. And now we're just recording it because sometimes we say wicked smart shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's, there's a gem in there. And we're like, oh, we have to record. So, yeah. so we have a dear friend. Her name is Anne-Marie Scordy. And Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie, oh my God, so gifted in so many ways. She's an author. She's a, she's a channel. She, she's just amazing. She and I created this deck of cards together, this Soul Traveler deck of cards. And it's got my artwork and... Um, and her, her wisdom that she has, you know, channeled from like the universal forces of love and light and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Um, Angela DeMarco's beautiful design. So it was Thank really a collaborative you. effort among the three of us. But what we do is we pick a card from the deck and we just go from there. So usually I'll pick a card, I'll go through and I'll just grab a card and it's always news to Angela. But today... I just couldn't choose. So I'm going to give Angela the choice of the four cards. Okay. So this is Jessica. This is Lovers. This is Tazzy's Babies. This I actually was a commission painting for uh, another college friend of ours. And this is Fredo who sits behind me right now. And it's just a piece of Fredo because he's a square. You know what? I just love Fredo. I'm feeling Fredo today. Fredo's a good one. Fredo's, all of them are good. I'm like, oh my God, I'll do that one. Oh my God, I'll do that one. If any of these paintings, anybody who's watching this, and if any of these paintings speak to you, put it in the comments, right? And if you put it in the comments, you never know. Maybe we'll do that one next week because they're all really good messages. 
Spoiler. Okay. But they're all really good. Okay. <laughs> Freeze frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Fredo. You're going to like this, Angela. Angela. Okay. So I have one contacted that's given me grief, so it's going to be a read like this. Okay. <laughs> you are worth it. Oh. Yeah. Well, I already got a little, yeah. little, little, little tangle. Okay. <laughs> there is an interesting correlation between life and existing. To live is to experience joy, happiness, and love. To be alive is a celebration. Unfortunately, many individuals are merely existing once they reach a certain point in their lifetime. Existing is just waiting to die. You must recognize this condition if you are to resume living. It is a type of self-inflicted sickness, a type of self-inflicted punishment. It is, however, under your control. You may control your sickness. You may lift the sentence of punishment once you recognize it. The answer to the cessation of self-abuse is self-love. You must learn to love yourself. You are worth it. You are worthy of the highest love, of joy, of happiness, and of a complete and fulfilling life. Above all others, it is the self, yourself, you must love the most. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Discuss amongst yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that line, existing is just simply waiting to die or something. Yeah, man, we get into our jobs, we get our houses and our bills, and then we stay complacent. And for what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's something because um, you know, again, I'm sure most people could remember what it was like when you were younger. Younger could be five. Younger could be fifteen. <laughs> Younger could be 50 in some cases, <laughs> but <laughs> it's all relative. But, yeah. you know, when you just did things because they felt good to do, right? Yeah. You just did them because they felt good to do. Why are you, you know, you're at the playground with your kid and there's a kid spinning in circles. Why is he spinning in circles? Because it gives him a little buzz. It feels good to do, right? And we then, as we begin to mature, we start to do things because we're supposed to do them because, oh my God, I don't want to get into all the coping mechanisms and the behavioral patterns and all that stuff, but we develop beliefs about ourselves and the world around us that then start to direct us, um, just direct our trajectories, whatever that may be, right? And we forget that it's okay to just do something because it feels good. Do something because you enjoy it. There's no guilt in that. There's no, you know, I'm selfish because we believe, oh, I'm selfish, so I can't do something for myself, right? And what it really comes down to, just to grab the card, I just want to get the title in there. You are worth it. It's all about worthiness. Yeah. It's all yeah. about worthiness. And, uh, <clears throat> and we forget that we are worthy of, I just want to find it. We are worthy of the highest love joy, happiness, and a complete and fulfilling life. Just let me just say that again. We are worthy of the highest love, joy, you know, happiness, fulfilling life. How many yeah. people don't believe that? It's, it's even um, like b before you can unpack it to the self-worthiness, 
Yeah. You know, it's just the expectations that we are brought up with wherever you live in society, right? You come in, we are women, we are fam, we are mothers. There's an expectation that we must be self-sacrificing for our families um, that, you know, everything with the kids come first and it, you know, stay in the marriage to keep the kids together or, you know, stay at the job that you're miserable at because you have to make income, but don't fight for the dream that you have, even though it might not make as much money. Get very personal. <laughs> <laughs> that went from a very broad. Let me take my, let me take my bra off here. <laughs> All right, here we I'll go. I'll tell you what Rob did this morning. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's so guys. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's, um, but the, the, the self-love part of it, to, to realize that you are worthy of these things, that you are worthy of having the life of your dreams. You know, motherhood to me is, is living my dream. I love being a mother, but I don't love being a mother around, you know, um, like sacrificing for my kids. Like I want to enjoy every single minute and how can I enjoy being with my kids if I'm stressed about another area of my life because I'm not living joyfully there? So it's really, it's like taking a step back and, and really figuring out what do you want in life, right? And um, I have had people tell me that my dreams and being happy is not as important as making it rain. And to me, I could make it rain all day long talking about making money um, <laughs> yeah, for those who can't see my little hand movements. But I, I, I could talk about, you know, I could go get the job that makes the money, but then I'm miserable everywhere else. And I'm not worth it, worthy to be happy everywhere. It trickles down. And, and I, I, I want to um, expand on that because then it becomes, it, it sounds like if you're really not using discernment and listening to what you're saying, it sounds as if selfish in a negative connotation. I can't be happy everywhere. I want everything. I want to, you know, daddy, I want a new Loompa now. Like I want it all. You know what I mean? And people say, you can't have it all, but let's just be realistic with what the all is. Yeah. You can be content in all areas of your life. You just have to tend to all areas in your life and decide what you want in all areas of your life. And it's always going to be a balancing act, right? Because remember that whack-a-mole game? Mm -hmm. You know, you hit the one and the other one pops up, you know? So yeah, it, you was, it was designed around my life. <laughs> <laughs> Real footage of Angela's existence. But it's everybody's life because, but it doesn't have to be with, you know, with a hammer or, you know, and a, but, and with the speed that they come up. But really life is like, um, a version of that whack-a-mole game. Because if I have romance, motherhood, um, you know, re relationships, uh, career, uh, health, oh my God, I'm, you know, health, whatever it is, all social, right? I have all those aspects of my life. If I'm spending too much time with the business aspect of my life, the career, the success, right? Everything else is going to suffer a little bit. Mm -hmm. I have to tend to it get it where it's self-sustaining. And then, oh, somehow my relationship with my husband is a little strained because I've been putting all my attention here. So let's just get this on automatic pilot. Let's tend to this or wherever your priorities are. Let's start with the husband. Yeah. Your, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, we're triaging it, right? <laughs> let's get the business yeah. off the ropes. Let's handle the husband, right? Oh, my, all of a sudden, my kids who seem to be doing really well, there are signs 
that, you know, maybe somebody got a failing test or maybe somebody, you know, seemed to be a little outbursty when that wasn't necessary. All right, you're good. Husband, we're all selves. Let's go. Let's tend to what the kids are doing. And what happens is when we're not myopic, when we begin to really create the broad view of our lives. So let's, let's dial it back based on what you were saying. What do I want? Well, I want to do what I love and I want to be successful at it, which means I enjoy it and there's monetary gain. I want my yeah. children to be well, happy and whole. I want my relationships, but specifically we're going to talk about my husband to be solid, right? Mm -hmm. I want my health to be good. Well, if I'm staying up till four o'clock in the morning to work on my business, then that's affecting my health. So I have to decide, I'm just going to go with five because I have five fingers, the five main things that I want in my life and then reasonable like expectations, right? And how I get there and then ask myself, what type, what kind of energy do I have to put forth? What needs me the most right now? And then just yeah. keep whacking those moles. Again, I don't have to whack them with a hammer. Whack them with a little tap, right? To just <laughs> get them where they need to be. And, and even though we're straying off the topic of the worthiness of it all, there is a worthiness in deciding that I can have healthy, healthy relationships, healthy, I can have, I can have all that. Whoever yeah. sold me the bill of goods that you have to sacrifice this to have this is an asshole. It's <laughs> such an ass. No, but, but really it's because they believed it. I'm joking about them being an asshole, but it's because they believe it. So they're telling yeah. you it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's, it's almost like if you treat it like a game, yeah. like if you understand that, that mold, like it's always going to pop up, like all five things, it's a constant tending, constant constant tending so you got these three good you come over to this one this one's like ah uh, comes back up you gotta do a little repair and you're constantly having to just be paying attention to everything that's going on and um and and, and it's kind of like oh okay oh okay i see how the things with the husband are strained so i could see why the kids are acting out so maybe i could deal with those together you know what i mean like let's yep, let's figure it out yep. and it, it is like it is having that 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 broad view of your whole life Right. Just like always like what's the what's the end game? What's the what's the vision for the whole life? For me, it's to have the uh, freedom to be creative and that that could be creative in, in work. That could be creative in creating experiences for my family, um, creating quiet time and space. You know, like ev everything is about for me just achieving that overarching goal. So yep. and it's. Um, and it feels like uh, there are so many people who don't do that. We're, we're so few. There are so few of us like who have learned to do this. And um, it feels like the, some of the moles that you really got to whack on the head are the people that tell you no. And you got to do it anyway. You know, like I have, I, I constantly face adversity. No, you can't do that business. No, you can't do that. Why, why would your freedom, like, why would you be happy when I'm unhappy? You know? It's like, well, sorry, you're unhappy. Go figure your shit out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put that on me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm seeing, remember, this is where the, the, the teacher in me wakes up. You know, we keep talking about the whack-a-mole and the hands, right? And the fingers. I'm seeing, if somebody wanted to do an activity, you wanted to journal perhaps, right? Just humor me because <laughs> I see it. <laughs> Trace your hand on a piece of paper. And we're gonna make, make a turkey. 
I'm going to make two of you. <laughs> but trace your hand, right? And then on the hand, on the palm part, right? What, like, what do I want overall? Like, you want the freedom to be created, right? I'm like, I'll go to even more simple. I just want freedom. Well, what does that look like? Like, I want freedom in my body. Right. I don't know for anybody who doesn't know me, you know, I have dealt with some pretty heavy um, uh, health issues throughout my life. You know, thyroid cancer at 25. Um, I had I was diagnosed with RA when I was in my early 40s, uh, just for some um, clarity. I'm going to be 52 shortly, soon, shortly. <laughs> in an hour, no, I'm going to be 52 in a couple months. So, you know, I was diagnosed with RA and then all the uterine shit, you know, all the other stuff that we have with our health issues. And I'm, and I'm working, again, one of my moles right now is a heavy focus on um, being healthy without the use of traditional medicine, without, um, without medication and all that. But anyway, I digress. So I want freedom. I want freedom in my body. I want freedom financially. I want freedom in my relationships. What, what does that mean? That I'm not burdened by the diarrhea that we create with, with our issues, right? So, turkey <laughs> hand. Thank you, Miss Sardano. Oh, my God. I'm the queen of digression. I drink this much coffee. I'm like, I can't focus. My thoughts, I can't focus. So, anyway. So, freedom, right? Family, success. Whatever your, whatever your moles are, right? Mole. It's a, yeah, all over the place, but wherever your moles are. And I would do that. And then I would take a pencil and I would like off the finger. Like, so if this is health, well, what does that look like? Well, I'll walk three times a week. Cause now we're doing an action plan. I'll walk three times a week. Like me, I drink celery juice in the morning, but I'm beginning to appreciate it because my body, oh my, every morning I drink it. My body's like, thank you. I can feel so good. So, but do those things and you'll see, this is what I need to get this. And this helps me get this, right? You're reverse engineering it. So your turkey is going to look like a turkey, like with just off of each one. And you'll see, you'll be able to see through your turkey what your mole turkey thing, you know, but you'll be able to see what you need to do and what you're already doing and keep your stuff in order. I hear little voices. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to take a pause for a second, okay? He's calling me for help. <clears throat> one second. Okay, so we just took a quick pause, uh, just if you see a little disruption in the video, because Angela's um, beautiful young son is home, and he needed help, probably poop-related, but who am I to... Uh... <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a messy <laughs> ass to wipe. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so intuitive. Yeah, no, that was... Well, that was I hear, I just that. hear... I hear help, help. And I'm like, okay, is it a real help? I'm not yeah. sure because he knows that we're recording. Yeah. And then I go in, and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. So we could just leave it at that. But yeah, that was a good guess. Okay. So so just to-, to Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Quick note on it though, because it's really funny. You know how we have stupid names for everything in our house? Yeah. <laughs> so ever since he was a baby, when he would have like burning poop, he calls it Bernie Sanders. <laughs> He's like, Mommy, so he's like, I'm not having a Bernie Sanders. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that is so awesome. I now I now have to I have to share. I have to see your Bernie Sanders. I'm gonna see your Bernie Sanders and I'm gonna raise it a P. Diddy. Okay. A P. Diddy. <laughs> a P. Diddy. Because when when Nala for, oh, she's gonna love that I'm talking about her menses, but when Nala got her period. <laughs> She said to me for the what she got it for the first time. She's like, I got my my bloody pee, 
And I know, yeah, ew, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're judging now. Ew, something <laughs> else is so gross. But, uh, but when I heard that, I couldn't remember it. I'm like, you got your what? Your bloody pee? Like, I couldn't remember it. So I started calling it your, your P. Diddy. Like, <laughs> so now for, for the youngsters watching, P. Diddy is Sean Puffy Combs, Puff Daddy, right? So it turned into P. Diddy. That was just your Diddy. So now they just walk around being like, yeah, I got my Diddy. Everything is about my Diddy, my P. Diddy, my Diddy. And when you make up words in your home, with your, you know what I mean? Like you have your own sort of vernacular. They then go into the world and they use these words and nobody knows what the freak they're talking about. His teacher last year was like, what's Bernie Sanders? His <laughs> oh ass is on fire. Go wipe him. <laughs> I got my ditty. Well, Bernie Sanders to accompany it. I am Bernie Sanders. Anyway. <laughs> we probably could edit all of this, but none of this will be edited because we are full <laughs> now. Pants are off the whole nine. So I'm going to do my best to be an adult and bring this home. Okay. We opened with talking about, you know, worthiness and how people forget that they can enjoy their lives. Oh my God, it's so funny. What a shift in gears, right? But people forget that they can have a joyful existence because of all of life's experiences, conditioning, events, traumas, all of it. And if we could remind ourselves, A, that we're worthy of it, and then B, develop a turkey mole. Action. I like the turkey hand. That's a good, that's a That's what I kept saying. I'm like, I gotta- Yeah, I, gotta, I like it. Yeah. So yeah. if we, it, and it's fun. Everybody likes to draw a turkey hand, right? Draw draw, draw a turkey action plan. It's like the, the you've coined it. Done. The turkey plan. There it is. Okay. So anyway, so when you create this action plan and you start to see that it actually is doable, nobody's doing anything to you, right? Yeah. People, people suck and like life could be shitty or whatever, but at the end of the day, you're driving your turkey. This is yours. Yeah. And yeah. you see fit what you could do where, and the places that it's more difficult where that mole won't go down, you have to ask yourself, what do I believe? about my worthiness or my ability or life or, you know, again, would I deserve any of that stuff that I can't do these things or yeah. are they unreasonable? And you look at it that way. So that's, I think, the, I think the hard part for somebody who is so entrenched in victimhood entrenched in their like stuff and the fear and like yep. the non-worthiness, it's really even hard to know what's right here. Yeah. What do you want? Right. That's the first place. Yeah. And then if your career, if they can't fill out some actionable steps because they don't know what they want to do. Well, that this is the thing that needs to be solved first and foremost. Good point. What's your overarching big picture. Right. Yeah. Because then these things all make sense. Like, yes, I just wiped shit out of my son's ass. Oh, <laughs> but, my goodness. But <laughs> look at me being horrified. <laughs> I know. He did it. But. Look at this. I am home, hanging out with my best friend, recording and working and, and in my beautiful house. My son's homesick. I'm able to be here for him with no stress. My business partner's not concerned because we're getting our stuff done no matter what. Like this is this is this mole is temporarily down. 
You know what I mean? Like this mole is not just an easy. We got a mole down. <laughs> I know. Which one is this one gonna yeah, be? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the berries. This one, some days it's this, some days it's this, but there's always one of these. So we just gotta This is this is the big this is the big mole that needs yeah, like yeah. a wax sometimes. <laughs> there's always always this one. Um so yeah, no, it's uh it, it's it's really important. Focus on what the what the overarching goal is and then think of and make them big actionable. The steps could be baby steps. For me, it's like my health, right? I am less physically active because I'm home every day and I don't have to go very far. But I just I said to um, Dave, next time you and Christian go on the bikes, I want to try running again. You know, I'll just try running alongside. You guys can just leave me in the dust because I'll, I'll be dying. Right, but right. I used to love running and yeah, I stopped. Same. You know, I stopped and even walking is like, I remember when you and I would be like, yeah, we're walking because we're runners like in our heart. Right. So we're like, yeah. we're gonna go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to try to get back into it because I just love it. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And you did make a so. very good point about the actionable steps because, you know, we tend to. Well, I want to feel good. And it, again, if we're going to stick with the health one, so I should starve myself and run five miles a day, which will never happen. So again, yeah. I was always very, I used to kick bots. I taught aerobics, rant, like all of it, all of it. And now I'm recovering from some health issues. I mean, for my entire life, it has been, I shouldn't say my entire life, since I'm in my mid forties. It has been a challenge physically for me and I'm really, really in a good place. But just food wise, like I went vegan for a while. I went from being a total carnivore to being vegan and I couldn't maintain it because, well, I like food that's not vegan. You know what I mean? Like I like eggs yeah. and cheese and stuff like that. So I have to compromise and find something actionable. So it started yeah. with what would reduce inflammation. Remember the RA is all about the inflammation. Celery juice. Celery juice will cleanse my liver. Celery juice. I don't want to do it. So I started with an apple, right? Started with, you know, celery, and now it's just a celery juice. It's gradual. It's, it's doable because what we yeah. do is in every aspect of our life, you know, what do we want? We want these beautiful, wonderful, magical lives. We want freedom in a magical, beautiful, wonderful way. But we set ourselves, we self-sabotage ourselves by setting the bar too high. And then we're like, how, how can I meet that bar? Because you have yeah. to walk there. <laughs> And then you jog there and then you run there. And that's, mm -hmm. just, uh, that's just how it goes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that's a, a nice way to wrap, wrap this it one. up. Wrap it up. Yep. Yep. Every single one of us is worthy of feeling good and free and happy in our lives. Just have to figure out how to get there. Amen, sister. Okay. My turkey says goodbye. <laughs> Bye, oh my goodness have a good one <laughs> later this episode is brought to you by uniquely phenom collaboration to learn about our tools and resources designed for creators by creators go to uniquelyphenom.com